Thank you for listening to the Mix, Sizzle, and Shake, your business podcast. You know, advertising is on the edge of a major shift. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. This is Sue Ann with Right Mix for Business. And, well, first I want to make a quick apology on today's podcast because I mentioned live and on social about the great interview that I did with Corey Ramos from the net blog. Um, Corey's a virtual assistant, a website designer. Um, her talents really are multi- faceted and um, really interesting. Um, But what happened is I did the best interview ever, I think, and didn't get any of it recorded. So I just want to apologize to Corey and let you know that that interview is going to be a minute. I'm sorry. To Corey, and I'm sorry to you guys. So, in the meantime, while I'm trying to get those technical difficulties ironed out, and I know it happens to everybody, but that still doesn't make me feel any better, and I also feel so bad for using Corey's time um, and not capturing it because it was so full of great stuff. So, hopefully that'll be coming up for you guys soon. Um... But today I thought I would talk about, as I said, advertising is on the edge of a major shift because companies need to think carefully or maybe it is rethink where their ad spend will go. Because traditional advertising, as you know, isn't going so well. People are blocking Google ads and other ad banners and so forth off of their websites with different... um, browser settings and so forth. They don't want to see the ads. Uh, There's companies like Netflix and some other ones that are streaming video and movies and TV to eliminate ads for people. And people are even, as it seems, willing to pay a little more for services where they don't have to watch ads. Um, And this leads me to something that came up on social media. I shared a post by Mark... Schaefer, who I often read from Grow, and also he does a podcast with Brooke Sellis uh, from B Squared Media, and the podcast, of course, is Marketing Companion, if you've listened. Most of us may have. It's a pretty popular one, and I think I've mentioned those guys before here on this podcast. But I shared a post on Twitter, um, and it seems like it bugged one of my Twitter pals who spoke up and said that, you know, it sort of seemed like he was saying Mark was crazy. But the post that I shared was about um, instituel, wait, uh, what do they call them? Instituel, I forget what they call them, the technical name, but what we're talking about is pop-ups, pop-ups on your website. 
And I have actually, before Mark wrote this, long before Mark wrote this, I complained on my blog with my article called Seven Things About Your Website That Bug Me, um, that your pop-ups are bugging me when I can't get to your content. Um, I find, as a user, this is distracting, this is driving me nuts, this is blocking me from getting to take in the content that you want me to see. You're sending me to your website and then you're putting up an institute, an in what is <laughs> you know, a pop-up. <laughs> and um, these pop-ups have a purpose. I get that. And marketers are trying to collect emails. I get that too. Please sign up on one of my websites. But if you're pop-ups are driving people crazy and the and the thing I'm talking about and Mark is talking about is that if you're making people mad if people are bouncing off your site if people are not able to get to your content there is a really famous writer I don't want to say his name he's huge in the industry he's been in digital marketing he's been in all kinds of writing and marketing and production for many many years I love the guy but I cannot look at his site, even when he sends me emails that, because I'm on his list, to go click on his site. If I am on a mobile device or even my iPad, I cannot click on his site because his pop-up that comes up like within seconds of being there blocks his content and the X is in a, a place that I cannot exit out. It's off of the screen on my phone or my iPad. So this guy literally is blocking me from seeing his stuff. And I'm a colleague more than a buyer for him. So my approach to being on his site is to learn and to maybe find some information that I could link to or share, or it's about curating, you know, someone who I consider a mentor and putting his stuff on my social media. But guess what? I can't because I can't even read it. And as you know, I don't put things on social without reading it first, generally. Um, so that causes a problem. And Mark Schaefer was pointing out that because advertising is changing and because it is a customer-driven marketing landscape that maybe as marketers we should not do things like pop-ups if it's driving our users crazy. Now, I don't have a problem with a pop-up and this guy's like, my pop-ups work. I want to use them. I love them. I don't care what people think. I have to do what I have to do to get my sign-ups, my subscriptions. I get that. There, there, there is a purpose. And you can even do them in a way that is functional to the user. The user likes you because you're offering the pop-up in conjunction with something they just read and they want more. And it comes up at, a, at an appropriate time. It feels like it's part of the flow. It's, you know, something that, you know, works for me, the company who's trying to collect your signature and you, the reader who is interested and made it this far and wants a little more. We're all in agreement. We're not talking about that. I don't think Mark was talking about that. And I know I'm not talking about that. Mark is talking about, I think, the whole industry as a whole changing to be a user-generated system. 
you are not marketing from a broadcast perspective anymore. You're marketing from a two-way conversation perspective, which, again, I think I've talked about on the show before and, of course, on my blog. But if you are marketing now in 2019, you are not just advertising to people because with social media and many other factors, it's a user generated world. Um, I think one post that I particularly, particularly like out of the millions that I like on Mark, Mark Schaefer's Grow blog is one that he talks about being in the Greek islands. I think he was on vacation, but he talks about people being on separate islands that are all within, you know, they're all Greek islands, but each island is unique and specific and has their own flair and flavor that draws you to that island to try their unique spin on food or wine or, you know, the atmosphere, the, the culture. There spins that make each spot unique even though they're the Greek islands and the beauty what he talks about in the blog post is people inviting their uh, uh, these islands being like your blog like your website like your business and what you want is people to invite you to their home, to their unique island, and say, we want to hear from you. We want your advertising. And in fact, this guy that commented on Twitter um, about Mark's post, about the share that I made, um, he was talking about... um, you know, we have to market, we have to do advertising, but I really don't know that he was hearing the point that Mark is making. And, you know, and I'm saying it too, it's, it's user experience. If, if you're pissing me off with your pop-up or if I'm blocked from seeing your website and getting to your home, to your content hub, to your, you know, blog, you're not helping you or me. I'm mad at you. I'm, frustrated, frankly, because I can't see what I want. And another thing is, uh, there's look, you can do pop-ups all you want. There's ways to set up that people who are already subscribed don't even see, you know, aren't annoyed over and over. There's, you know, ways to do that even. But um, I think the point is that Look, they're talking about the two-way conversation. They're talking about taking people's words with AI and and the responses from ads and so forth and using those words as the marketing. Um, Not only Mark Schaefer and Brooke talked about that, but I also heard that somewhere else in the same week, um, maybe, mm, who was I listening to? But again, the point is, it's a a user-generated, audience-focused marketing world out there. No one cares what you have to say unless you're speaking to them, unless you're concerned with them, unless there's with them what's in it for me established with your listeners. So I guess that's the point that I'm trying to make. I think that I wrote a post with... um, with uh, blogging from Paradise for Ryan Bidoff's blog recently too. And I talked about, I'm not talking about any particular people or customers or clients or any issues that I've had, you know, recently or anything, but I'm talking about as a, as a conglomerate, as a glob of, of, clients, I find that because I deal a lot in the B2B space, there is some resistance to 
accepting this change that everything is about the user perspective, the user experience, experiential marketing, um, user-generated content, the user being the story, being the hero, um, really concentrating on making your user everything, really, in your marketing, in your web copy, in your advertising. It's kind of a shift. And I think I started talking actually myself about this shift back in 2015. And I also talked about, in my opinion back then, and I still sort of think this is true too, content marketing is simply marketing. It's another aspect of marketing. It all falls under the marketing umbrella, in my opinion. So it's just that content marketing as a portion of marketing is really kind of growing. It's filling, you know, their part of the bubble of the balloon a lot more with what companies are doing and spending on. And in my opinion, and I I don't know if people have talked about this before, but to me, content marketing has a public relations spin to it. I don't know that I've read or heard people talk about it in that perspective before, but it feels to me that, you know, in your content marketing, because you are delivering value and you're giving free information and you're drawing people in with, you know, educating them and entertaining them and, and, you know, giving them comparisons and explaining products and explaining an industry and explaining problems and explaining solutions and explaining how things work or why they don't work or giving opinions in the industry. All of this has to do in a way, in my opinion, it's all a little bit of a public relations spin taking place as you conduct your content marketing and as you really as advertising changes and the focus becomes not just customer focused but customer directed i think that might be the way that you know that we can look at it and niche down a little deeper into what does customer focus or you know we're always been i've been trying to please or delight a customer for 20 30 years to me delighting a customer working for the customer you know that's what it's always been about but the fact that they actually have say that they get to talk back to you big boy corporates and any business um it's a matter of taking that input and using it as a business for developing better marketing and communications. You're, you know, you're taking what your customers are giving it, giving you and using it to reach them, to, you know, speak to them directly, to include them in the marketing process. So, Think about that a little bit because I think that's some good insights from Mark and um, Brooke and some other people that I've been listening to and reading. Um, And again, it really aligns with what I've talked about long ago that, you know, marketing um, is how you conduct business and your brand and your culture and your advertising you know, all kind of stems from who you are as a business and how you market it or show that operation. Um, 
I hope that's making sense. I hope that you're thinking about twisting away from the urge to remain in broadcast mode. I hope that you're thinking about relationships uh, with customers as the basis for your brand to the extent that you're curating um, their content, their response, their participation into your marketing and into your business, that you're that closely in tune with the client, with the customer. Where you begin turning conversations into content. Okay, remember, real people to real people, marketing. That's where it's at. Okay? So get out there, mix, sizzle, and shake your business, and I hope to have Corey Ramos for you in shining, sparkling glory, and I apologize to everyone in the meantime. Thanks for listening. This is Sue Ann with Right W-R-I-T-E, mixforbusiness.com, and this is the Mix, Sizzle, and Shake Your Business podcast. Now we have a website, MizzyBiz, M-S-S-Y, biz.com. So stop in and visit it. Let me know what you think of the show and how things are going. And I appreciate your time. Thanks now. Thanks for checking out this Right Mix for Business presentation. Remember, if you need to bling your blog or you need help with any content assets for your business, write Mix for Business. Yep. <laughs>